0: There it is. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Middle.
1: Best podcast Best intro.
2: I, I
0: actually agree. Best podcast intro music in the in the country.
1: Well, considering you know, I kind of created it in a sort of way. I agree with you guys, <laughs>
0: dude. I right, completely. Beats by Beats by Bark. Beats by Bark. It <laughs> doesn't a, get old. We're right. one hundred one 104 episodes in. Doesn't get old, baby. And nope. I thought
2: you stole that off of uh, some mixtape It's one of your rapper customers brought. Well, I mean,
1: eat. I did, but I got our. <laughs> but girl, I stole it. I got our girl Aubrey to do the intro on okay. it. And I got you know there's yeah, but I'm proud of it so welcome to the back row fantasy show I'm bark to my left is arms Good morning I'm all right isn't it? hey what's uh, what's going on? well we're twitching uh, for the people listening to the podcast just know you missed out on a uh, a
2: live twitch and it has nothing to do with meth just just re- just uh, the app
1: been picking my scabs
2: <laughs> man that's messed
1: up. that is messed up. But yeah, welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. We are on Twitch live currently. We'll probably do this every once in a while. It could be fun. Uh, but today's episode, we're going to talk some AFC NFC championship games. We're going to tell you a little backstory about the back row as well. True or false, I don't know. You you make the call. Are we
0: playing true or false? Like we're making up stories and I mean, also we could, tell
1: we could truth or dare it up. I don't care. <laughs> nah. Nah, bruh.
0: Just all true stories.
1: Yeah. But Yeah, no, we'll tell you a little bit about where the back row came from, how we got our humble beginnings and and rose to superstardom like we did. I mean, that's... Everybody wants to know. It's like the E-True Hollywood story of the back row fantasy show, but it's the B for back, I guess. No, 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 I got it. Uh, I got it. The B, yeah. Whatever. Whatever I just said, it's our version. Uh, And you'll... You'll get to know who we are.
2: (laughs) Get to know the show.
1: Get to know the show. But that... That's not all. We are going to talk some fantasy football and actual football. But let's start out. You talked about wanting to speak a little on Kyler Murray.
2: Okay. Well, before I go into Kyler Murray, actually, I want to discuss uh, a couple of the the big-name college transfers. Okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts leaving Alabama, uh, obviously perennial powerhouse, which, by the way, just throwing this out here, a lot of questions on Twitter. Is the dynasty over? I don't think so. Uh I think Nick Saban comes back with an absolute vengeance next year, loaded with four- and five-star recruits, and
0: uh, wipes the floor with Dabo Sweeney's team. I got I got an interesting take on that. Losing a ton of talent. L- losing a lot of talent. You still got Tua coming back. Tua, Tua struggled in a big moment this year. Right, obviously, he's a great quarterback, was the prime-time superstar of the previous national championship, and was ridiculously amazing all year. But then again, he had some moments where he looked like a, a very uh, timing-oriented quarterback, where he was just throwing the route that was before him rather than making reads. Now I think that was kind of a product of the entire system, uh, the whole season being just way too easy for him. Those he, throws were there all season. He looked like a mere mortal, you know. Like if if his still guys good are, balls though, like throwing absolutely. great balls, but a lot of times they were just off-timed. Or uh, Clemson just knew what they were doing.
2: Well, that and the the offensive line looked like an average offensive line for the first time all year. Yeah, I mean they were. You're getting pressure on a quarterback that you know Tom Brady wasn't wouldn't get rid of the ball quick enough. I mean that's the thing. They were just boom, boom, boom on him in his face. And whenever whenever you're timing the routes, not open up, and you've got a guy from me to the microphone away from you you're not going to get the ball off.
0: No, 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 no. And that, the, from the very first play, the very first interception, mm-hmm. the 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 pick six, you kind of knew like uh, Will Venables had something up his sleeve, the D.C. Yep. for for Clemson. He had something up, up his sleeve because did that guy make a great play jumping a route off of another receiver? Yeah, but then again, they kind of knew what was up. Yep. And it, they knew it was going to be a long game. The thing with me, if we really want to talk the national championship game, what, what, what was the final? 30-point spread or whatever? It uh, don't matter. It was a four-score 44 game. 44-26, 44-16. I don't know
2: what it was. It, it
0: was domination. Can but I? not yardage-wise. That's what I was getting to. Bama had the ball more than Clemson. Bama dominated on the ground. But they, then again, they went away from it. They went for a ridiculous. turnover on downs. I mean. What... The turnover on downs were a product of being down, but. The pick six put them behind the behind the on the the scoreboard before uh, Clemson ever had a chance to really touch it, and then the the fourth and four fake fourth down field goal was just a play right out of Kirby Smart's playbook right there, mm-hmm. <laughs> just pathetic. And, and again, points off the board. So Bama Bama coaching wise shot themselves in the foot.
2: Didn't they go for it like four times on fourth down?
0: Oh, it's horrible.
2: I mean. If it doesn't work the first time, you know, at at some point in time, you have to start thinking, all right, field position, we got to do something else. We, you know, take the points or whatever it is, but you're going for inside the 10-yard line. You know, you might have, I can't remember, I feel like one of them was like 4th and 6 or 4th and 12, and they go for it, and I'm like, why? You had a field goal right there, three points. Get out have a little bit of momentum. Otherwise, you just lose all your momentum. You lose everything that your offense worked for walking down the field, and you come away with literally nothing.
1: I'm going to add my typical college take to this one. You guys got it covered, like top to bottom. But my college take from this is I'd like to see eventually in the NFL, Jalen Hurts sit beside Matt McGloin. Hurt McGloin!
2: (laughs) That's
1: my extent of college. Anyhow, so, so, to, so
2: to get away from that, I, I will kind of recap, but I think Clemson has obviously this is their second national championship in what three, four years. Yeah. Um, I think that that uh, dynasty, so to speak, has arrived. But with that being said, uh, Alabama is not going anywhere. And you've got the cream, which is two teams. They, they showed that they are that much better than third and fourth. You can make the argument. Uh, Notre Dame shouldn't have been there, but if you're making that argument, you kind of have to say pretty much the same thing about Alabama because they got beat just as bad. Right. So it, right now, Clemson and Alabama, uh, the rest of the NCAA has got some catching up to do. Yeah, oh, they're, they're yeah I huge don't think it's close. Now, to, uh, to get what I wanted to talk about from the get-go was um, Jalen Hurts goes to Oklahoma. Tate Martell goes to the U. Which, if I would have bet anything, I would have went the other way. I would have went Tate Martell going to play with Lincoln Riley out Hurt in Oklahoma. Transferred. Yeah, Jalen Hurts transferred. Did not know it that. was a good decision. Um, he's not going to play next year. I mean, he's a graduate transfer. He gets to play immediately at Alabama. He had no chance to win that starting job. No, I mean they went with two of this year. He at least showed the competitiveness, in my mind, to be able to say, "All right, I am going to compete to get my starting job back," and he didn't win it. It's okay. It happens. Too is a better quarterback.
0: Yeah, and he, and he did it, he took it gracefully. Correct. The whole time. He didn't complain. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like he, I, I think all year long, ever since they named him the starter way back in September, he knew he was going to transfer after this year. As a grad transfer, eligible to play immediately. And and I love that he picked Oklahoma. It's a challenge for him. Yep. It's a challenge for Lincoln Riley because he hasn't had a quarterback who's a run first create plays with his legs first quarterback even though as great as Kyler Murray is with his Mm -hmm. legs Duke can throw it he can wing it so this is a huge huge challenge for Lincoln Riley where did where did the backup from uh, Oklahoma go Another four star uh, WVU guy. he went to WVU yeah, which is a good place for him, and he should Absolutely. Oklahoma initially blocked it uh, but but he should get to play immediately for Dana Holgerson in that that deadly offense if Holgerson stays.
2: Uh, one thing I can say about Holgerson is like put all your hair under the visor or cut it. Like, you, this half-and-half half stuff just isn't working for me. His, I think you've said that before his, on the show. I, I put it on Twitter. His haircut disgusted me. I, I want to start a GoFundMe for him to get a haircut.
0: That's a good thing. I knew I said—as soon as I said Holgerson, I knew I was wrong. Holgerson's actually at—he's <laughs> at the University of Houston now. Oh, my but he, he was at WVU. He was at WVU, but I, I forgot. See, that's the All thing that, about He wanted too much football. money. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. College football blows my mind. Like, this new transfer portal thing. It's just the most ridiculous thing. It's like free agency. It's the equivalent to NFL free agency. You put your name in a hat, and teams can start... Picking you out, I mean, they can they can reach out to you, follow you on Twitter. It's it's bad for college football in my eyes? Well, it's bad.
2: It's terrible for recruiting. As an Ohio State fan, here's what I'm looking at. So we we recruited, you know, Terrell Pryor. We recruited Joey Burrow. We retreat, recruited Dwayne Haskins. We got Tate Martell, which at the time was one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the country. Yeah. And then was I mean yeah well, then then we let this field kid, fields kid transfer in which by the way looks like he's going to be a stud I don't know we don't know until they actually play a
0: full time role him and Tate Martell are very yes. similar players yes
2: but here's what's happened now Tate Martell transfers out and Joey Burrow transferred out. Now it's looking like all the times we've made promises, you're my quarterback. You're the quarterback of the future. Hey, man, you come here, you may sit a year or two, but you're going to play quarterback for the Ohio State University. And all these other colleges are going to do the same thing. You're going to play quarterback, and you know what you're probably going to see? Some top-flight guys probably take a step down because they know that other top-flight guys are going to transfer in and get in front of them and they you might see some uh, some of these mid majors end up with some some ridiculously high recruits. I mean, when's the last time you can remember a top school losing two
1: QBs two years in a row to transfer?
2: I I can't any team. I can't. You can't um, either. I I feel like the the most recent like gap would have been I mean, Cam Newton leaving Florida and then, you know, a few years later, I mean, up to now, Will Greer uh, what a year ago left Florida. That's it. I mean, I can't think of any anyone else.
0: I mean, in the past, they always transfer because of something ridiculous they did. You know, yeah. something something. Will Greer, you, you know, and, yeah. and that's recent. That's a recent past. This new transfer portal thing's just like literally a portal. Like I don't want to be here. This is gone. Like now, come on. You have to have an exception.
2: There's got to be a reason, a valid reason, and someone transferred in to beating you out on your job is not a valid reason to be able to play immediately.
0: Though. But not not for graduate transfers like the Jalen Hurst well, case and all that. See,
2: I will say the grad transfer rule I love. I absolutely love the grad transfer rule because if you've put in your time, you've kind of quote-unquote fulfilled your obligation to that university, you got the degree that they promised you by being a football player. That's
0: why you went there technically was to Boom. get your degree.
2: Boom. And you know what? If you, you've you still got eligibility left, you should be able to play wherever you want so, Agreed. any uh, any thoughts on those two? On uh, well, those three, as far as their success rate or how it's going to help them in the future. Talk about Hertz Martel Her- and the I can't even think of the kid from Oklahoma. Like I said,
0: uh, Hertz, it, it, it's. <laughs> It can only help him. I agree. Because I don't think he is an NFL quarterback, NFL quality quarterback throwing the ball anyway. He's more of an athlete. He'll get a JT
1: Barrett like chance, I'm sure.
0: But now Tate Martell, I mean, that's a home run. Like you're gonna be the, the number one starter right out right out the park. Can't think of the guy transferring from Oklahoma to West Virginia off the top of my head uh but the other one Justin Fields is an awesome opportunity yep. if he gets an immediate te- impact of play if you could plug him into uh Urban Meyer/right now Ryan Day's offensive system why if he plays re- immediately he's he's a top 5 probably a Heisman contender he's opening
2: it with tw- as a 12-1 favorite uh, to win the Heisman in Vegas if as if he the, starts yeah
0: that's that's
2: ridiculous it is ridiculous um so now the other big news Kyler Murray has said, "Hey, "Hey, the the initial guy. Hey, uh, Oakland, pay me fifteen mil, or we'll go to the NFL draft.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) no, we're not going to do it. But does it shy NFL teams away? Here's what I'm going to say. I think it does. He might drop to the second or third round.
2: I don't think he's a first round quarterback to begin with.
0: I I can tell you right now, Miami's not
1: letting him
2: slip past thirteen. Repeat after me: Kyler Murray is not an NFL quarterback."
0: I'm he, not repeating it. He he's not. I'm not. I, li- I kind of I like the guy. I like the guy I, too, too but I like Troy
2: Smith, and he was an NFL quarterback, and he won a Heisman and all that. Like the, he, he wasn't a
1: big prospect though.
2: Heisman Trophy winner. You know, national championship games. I mean, it doesn't make national you, championship games, didn't win, but. Yeah, Heisman doesn't make you
1: an automatic NFL.
2: I understand dude. that, but tell me what, what Kyler Murray brings to the table besides being 5'8. I'm just saying he'll go higher than Troy Smith. He's, he's, Troy Smith was a fourth the round. The size pick. problem is. That's my issue with him. He's got a size issue. Breeze, Baker, I think that's slowly. Starting Th- there's to go four away. inch difference between Breeze and Baker. There's him. four inch difference between you and me. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing there. But no, there's the difference. Drew Brees is, is a legitimate Could have went your way. <laughs> oh, yeah I didn't rotund. specify. I'm rotund though. But uh I'm at the wiener. Drew Brees is six foot tall. You know, Russell Wilson's like five eleven, six foot. Right. Kyler Murray is I'm seeing I see schedules that are not schedules, excuse me, reports that he's five ten, and those are usually high. You know, he's probably legitimately a five foot nine guy. Who's ever succeeded in the NFL? The modern NFL. Not at
1: 5'9", nine, I don't think. But. I mean if,
2: if for some reason he's 5'11". At 5'10, no big deal. at 5'10", it's a stretch. You know what I mean? I d- How tall is Breeze? Six foot. Baker? Uh, Baker, I think six foot. I thought one of them was 5'11". Baker, Baker might be 6'1". Baker, was, I think he measured a little bit bigger than people anticipated. But That's what she said. <laughs> shut up, Barker. But, you know, I guess my point is, at the end of the day, I just don't think he has the measurables. I think he's a product. Of a system. I just think that uh, oh, it's highly possible. I think Baker Mayfield is the a difference maker. I think that he's more of a quarterback with the arm, the the touch and everything. Don't get me wrong, I think Kyler Murray's a fine athlete. But he's more of a he's more of the, the result of the system than he than Baker was. Baker had the talent and ba- you know, he beat out Kyler Murray. I mean, heck, both of them what back-to-back Heisman's. Awesome. Yeah. Great job for Oklahoma. Back, back, first round exit to the college football playoffs too. Yeah. I think, I think so. Where'd that guy go again? I have no idea. I think he had to take a phone call.
1: Niddle, uh, Niddle just leaves us. He's uh, hopefully it's a phone call with like an NFL player or something. That would be, that would be great. That would be great. You want to talk a little uh, championship games? Going I know Niddle's not here, but or are we going to talk about where we came from soon? Niddle's back. He's, okay, he's a big okay, part okay. of that. Okay. So, star in the making.
2: Chatted with Knittle. So start with the NFC Championship. Let's do it. Rams, Saints. Who you got first off? Ooh, Hux. Real quick, Twitch
1: gives us some chat, and Hux says the modern NFL is changing every day. Kyler Murray is what the NFL is evolving to.
2: You're okay to an extent. Kyler Murray still doesn't have the body type. That sucks. So he just the body type's not there. I'm telling you right now, Kyler Murray is more Robert Griffin the third. Than he is Michael Vick, he's he's not Lamar Jackson even. I mean Kyler Murray he's a, he's fine for college, but these these run heavy quarterbacks for the most part are not very successful in the NFL. It, yeah, it evolves every day, but you know they don't need that runner. They need someone who can deliver a ball on a dime. I mean he, he's okay. How much of it is timing routes? How much of it is him just putting it where a Tua or a Jake Fromm can do to where nobody else can get it but them?
1: You can't wait for Fromm, can you?
2: Oh God, I'm, I'll be you're, honest with you. I, you're, it, you're it wouldn't even now. it wouldn't even bother me one bit if the Raiders are like. You know what? I know Derek Carr had a pretty solid season. Give me Fromm. Give me some Fromm. Fromm, you Dude, I love Fromm.
1: So NFC. I,
2: I like. I love Tua. I think both of them are yeah. really great.
1: No, I, I know you love them both. Well, and I agree. I mean, I think both of them are going to be really good NFL quarterbacks, but I like From just just a little better. A little bit of that Wentz over whoever went after Wentz in that draft. I don't even know. I don't even but recall. Wentz him. was kind of the, you know, the the outsider, the North Dakota State type kid. But anyways, so NFC Championship, you got the Saints, you got the Rams. hmm This is, uh, it, it's both games in my opinion. Are really, really good ones. And coin flips.
2: So what you have, literally in both games, you have an older experience getting towards the end of the line, you know, get him another ring so he can retire type story, you know, with all the experience and the accolades in the world. And on the other side, you have... That first year wonder, and now kind of the second year wonder. I'm kind of discounting golf's first year in the league. He, he kind of sucked, like everyone else did. Yeah, but you know, now is his second successful year in the NFL. Both very high powered offenses. It's going to be interesting. And uh, I'll just go ahead and start off saying, I've got money on the on the Rams, kind of inadvertently through some uh, through an eliminator pool. But I'm going with the Saints. I just think that there's too much uh, too much. Intelligence of the game uh, on the Saints team right now. Um, the whole ball control ability, it's not that the Rams can't do it. It's just that the Rams have a little bit hit, uh, quicker hit type offense than what the Saints do. And the Saints have beat them once this year. They've, they've proved they can do it. They have. And they are, it's a solid all around team. It's not like, you know, the Rams are very solid all around as well. It's not like they have, you know, there's any glaring weak spot except for a little bit in the passing game. Uh, I think that's kind of remedied with Talib's return. Right. But, I mean, the Saints are I, – I think they're the best team left. I do got
1: to counter you because the Rams beat the Saints, yes. but No, the can, Saints beat the Rams. Or, Saints beat the Rams. But can the Saints beat the Rams twice? I, that That's point number one. Uh-huh. Point number two, the Saints, although they were really good, they had these peaks that mm-hmm. went on for four or five games in a row. But their valley was so unexpected. Correct. They got They got beat by – Oddball teams, like their losses, not all of them came against top competition. Yeah. They had these just crazy dips, and I, I'm gonna call that the Rams win over the Saints because the Saints have one of those odd dips where the Rams, for whatever reason, look clearly to be the better team this weekend.
2: So the losses that the Saints took this year are, let's see, is that preseason? What? Oh no, game one, the Buccaneers with Fitz Magic. Little well, I. You know? 48 to 40 so then they count, the next game that they lose is uh duh, 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 the Cowboys Cowboys um, cow- which at
1: the time that was first half of the season No right? it wasn't it was, was second it? half of the season okay, was so Cowboys
2: had already kind of arrived so to speak All right. and then they lose to the the uh, Panthers uh last week of the season but they they benched their whole team so I'm not I'm completely discounting that Okay so they've got two losses. I'll say one of them are very quality. Another one you had I mean Ryan Fitzpatrick was just playing magically at the beginning of the season. I mean and it was a shootout to be you know to boot. it's not like there was a a, a massacre out there. Now whenever they played the the Saints or excuse me the Rams before it was 35-45 uh, in favor of the Saints. I just think that the I think that the the piss and vinegar in these young teams are what's going to get them killed. Not killed. Going to get them beat. You know they all we run down we get the score, you know we put our defense back out there, but our defense is still tired.
1: Well, I won't piss in vinegar all over you and counter you again, but we do got a question, and it's Dan, our boy Dan Rosier, Mister at the B League says on Twitter. Is he going to ask? Is he going to
2: ask? Is he going to ask about uh, why I would go with like Black Sabbath over ACDC? No it's, no, it's
1: nothing like that. It's pure football. He says, uh, "Are the Rams punching another 270 yards, three touchdowns on the ground versus the Saints like they did Dallas last week?" Oh, they
2: they could absolutely do it. I mean, not I'm, 270. Mm, not, they can. They could get three touchdowns. Here's here's yeah, my, I'll give them that. Here, here's the 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 counter offer on this. All right, the the the, the counter argument. Is I think that the Saints will eat up the clock to prevent that. That's why the the teams with these experienced quarterbacks use that short passing game to help extend, you know, work the clock, extend drives. It's not, boom, go downfield with score touchdown. I think that's going to be the the killer and that's a difference maker in this game.
1: I I agree with three touchdowns, 270 yards. I mean, that's saying that. Anderson and uh, Gurley are both going to have a game like that again. Like, C.J. Anderson is not going to have a game like that yeah, again. Right. I'm, I'm saying that right now. Like, he may pitch in 50 yards this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he said, ACDC, you must be the wrong one again, Arms. Gotta love it. I
2: love it. Thanks, Dan.
1: I must be the wrong but, one.
2: But let's also clarify. So, in Dallas, what do you have to do? You stop Zeke and the rest of the team comes to a screeching halt. Right. And Amari,
1: I mean, I think you got to account for him. But yeah, you're right.
2: But if the run game's not going and you are forcing them to pass, and you can start kind of leaking away from you know stuff in the box, it's a heck of a lot easier to confuse a Dak Prescott. You're not going to confuse a Drew Brees quite as easy.
1: You know the word "stuff in the box" almost. made me had to say something, but anyways, I know. I know. Yeah.
2: Anyways, yeah. I,
0: How many, I many of those did I
2: miss? Just that, I think, was the first one.
0: I heard the four inches shorter than me. I, I, I think I walked out on that. You oh one. I many om- high fives though. You get? know
2: it's great. I almost walked out on Two. that one too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. <sighs> So I missed the entire NFC uh, no, title game preview. Not the whole thing. No, it, no, you missed Wait.
2: my input. What's yours? Yeah, what's
1: your input? Saints Rams. What do you like about the game? What do you not like about the game? Who's coming out on top?
0: I'll tell you what I don't That's like is a lot of people writing off the Rams for just not being that, just not having the experience. Like I think Sean McVay, even though he doesn't have the pedigree of a Sean uh, Sean Payton, uh, Sean Payton uh, he's the premium head
2: coach. He's literally Sean Payton, like. Six years ago. Might be, <laughs>
0: might be better than
2: at what Sean Payton Nine did. Nine years ago. What, is that, has it been that long?
1: I mean, Sean Jeez. Payton's been around a,
0: a bit.
2: Well, he was, the I think, at the time, the youngest coach in the NFL. Now Sean McVay's the youngest coach in the NFL. So no, Kind of, they're
0: basic. Protégé. He's the protégé. Of Sean Payton, but I I don't like that they're kind of writing it off. I believe the Rams are, have the worst odds to win the Super Bowl overall, which means they're disagree know, with. Them. I think the they game's are, a coin flip. I think the Rams
1: I, can beat the Saints, and um, I think the Rams can beat any one of those teams.
0: Yeah, the, the offense is so innovative, and they have so I'm many they are so many playmakers on the defensive side of the football that gets overlooked. Like that, the the game against the Chiefs, the the both both teams scoring over fifty points. There's a lot of defensive plays made in that, and the Rams weren't healthy in the secondary. They come into this thing with uh, with with Sue, and. Uh Aaron Donald. And, and Aaron Donald, the absolute most disruptive interior lineman in the league, and, <laughs> and then Corey you...
2: Littleton and Mark Barron and Talib's there. Marcus Peters is no longer matched up on the number one receiver every time. You get John Johnson and Lamarcus
0: Joyner in the in the in I the had deep wait secondary. Let, I had to let you talk about John Johnson. You weren't John going to take John I wasn't going to take him from you. But PG. I mean, there's playmakers all around that Absolutely. defense. And, and one of the big things, Michael Thomas with the 200 yard game against them the first time around. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was wit they were down. No Tlaib. No Tlaib. Now you can rotate. And they're not going to let Michael Thomas do that to them again. They're going to play different covers. They've become more of a zone team over the last half of the season. A lot of people uh, kind of overlook that. Rams play a lot of uh, zone in the secondary and just r- rely on Sue and Aaron Donald to get to the quarterback. <laughs> it, they're a scary defense. Here's what I'm going to say.
2: For the For the Saints to win, Alvin Kamara has to ball out. Oh yeah, and it's that's time. The He's due. It's got to be Alvin Kamara time. It's you're not going to beat him just plugging it up the middle with Mark Ingram, and you're not going to beat him solely going in the air with Michael Thomas. You, uh, the players you look to get involved here. It's got. And I'm not saying they're going to definitely win. I just that's my pick. I picked him to win the Super Bowl. So, Alvin Kamara is going to be the key to victory in this game. Now. It's going to be in short passing games. It, it may be 10 catches. Another guy I can also see having some contribution, Traquan Smith. Uh,
1: Traquan, Traquan calls a little far out for me, but I, I like the Kamara. I mean, he has to have that. There has
2: to be someone else. There's got to be somebody second. other than. I don't think. I think that they're going to give Michael so Thomas much attention. So they're going to give so much attention to him, though. He's, I mean, he's going to. I still think he's going to get his, but it's not going to be 170, 180 yards. It's going to be. Ninety-five in touch.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm not so sure this thing goes over. Uh, they, hits the over. I think if the Saints are going to win, it's going to actually have to be more of a defensive style style of game. Even though I just talked about the the Rams' defense, like I don't think there's going to be as much offense as there was in uh, Saints Rams Week Eleven, I believe. I I just don't think it goes that way. Both teams are going to try to play a little bit slower pace football, but it's going to be a classic. I think this is going to come down to the absolute wire.
1: Let's go AFC, and then we can. Uh, after we discuss that, we can get to the the true Hollywood story of the back row fantasy. Show.
2: I will point out last week the the Saints had a, showed that they have a chink in their armor, like there is flaw to their team. I mean, the Eagles were up, I think, fourteen nothing on them at one point. Yeah, the Saints come ro- roaring back, but two or three times that the Eagles could have salted that game completely away. You just said chink in someone's armor, and I thought. The detour. If anybody watches that show, if you do, you know what no, I'm talking no about. No, I keep going. But I, the same, what I'm getting at is although I pick them, the Saints are very beatable. They're especially with the teams, the yeah. quality of the Rams.
1: Well, I think, I think, uh, the Saints to me, the Saints and the Patriots are very beatable, even though they're on hot streaks right now. Like to me, those are the two teams I'm the most weary about. But at the same time, the Chiefs and uh, the Rams have. Have both lost a couple, you know, games as well. Nobody is invincible in this one. I just I have a I have like a tier, and right now it's Chiefs, Rams, Saints, Patriots. I I do not believe in the Patriots this year. I know they're taking care of business and they completely shut down the Chargers for most of that game, but I I don't think that defense can keep it up. I don't think they can shut down any of the next two powerhouses.
2: What I'm going the key to victory, since I've mentioned it on the the Saints, the key to victory for the Rams it's Aaron Donald. If Aaron Donald does his job, which he's known to do, you know, 16 weeks a year at least, um, Aaron Donald is going to be the, the ultimate neutralizer to where if if he if he can close up the middle, it's it, they've got a really good shot of winning them. So since we're on our way, Chiefs Patriots,
1: who takes it? Why? What's the key factors?
2: Go ahead. I started with the last one.
0: I'm, I'm I'm all about the Chiefs. I mean, Tom Brady's used to playing in Foxborough in the postseason. Tom Brady wins at Foxborough in the postseason, but this one's at Arrowhead. And, and they got the monkey off their back last week that can't win at home, choke at home, all that good stuff. The Chiefs are legit – they have to establish the run that's the key to this. They have to establish the run. They cannot go out and rely on Patrick Mahome's all, all all game long. they have to if they run the ball only like 12, 13 times, that means they're probably in trouble. They're behind Tom Brady in that offense. Mm-hmm. So to me, Chiefs establish the run that defense does the, the Patriots defense doesn't have a ton of, of elite talent on it. It's a talented but, defense. but when do they ever they never do they're a bend don't break. But they have to convert touchdowns. So, like that's what round one at Foxborough. They didn't convert touchdowns. They did, they went for a couple of them, didn't get it. Uh, and Tom Brady put it in the end zone. They have to convert touchdowns. They have to t- uh, they have to run the ball well. Real quickly, uh, comment
1: Kimron Savage says defense wins games. I agree, but my, my response back is: Is there a top defense in these playoffs? <laughs> one that you would
2: bank on? They're, would they're, you bank on one of these the defenses? Only, the only defense I would have banked on the whole playoffs was the Bears. I mean, period. More than anything, every offense here is what's propping up a defense. Utilization of clock, you know, keeping the other team off the field. That's what's that really is the difference maker. And I think that if you want to give me ask me what the best defense per talent is, it's the Rams.
0: That's, that's what I was going to say. I think both the two best defenses are in the NFC. I think the Saints, the Saints are two. Patriots are just kind of pedestrian. Ben don't break. That's been the mantra for years. It, force you into field goals is what Bill Belichick does. I don't know. Literally,
2: that, you watch it. It's like his defense just compresses. Dude responds, jags. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Obviously a joke on
1: us, I would imagine. Like, okay. <laughs> and he must have
2: listened to the first episode. I mean, Blake Bortles
1: can make a tackle. I'll give him that. <laughs> I'll give him that. Oh, I, I mean, he's had so many opportunities on those picks. He, well, I he, mean, he's they're a good usu-
2: shoestring guy. Usually going the other way so quickly that he Absolutely. really doesn't.
1: I, I. But, yeah, defense rankings for me, Chiefs at the bottom,
2: Patriots. Scheme wise, Saints Rams. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the Patriots have definitely the best scheme. Best scheme. Oh yeah, In every facet of the it, game. If you really want to break down what the Patriots They're have done, done for, Patriots. for, I don't know, fifteen years. It seems like forever. You know, just just realize that there's a lot of uh, slightly above average personnel that are Hall of Famers that were Patriots. So it's let's a, talk. It's it. a Chiefs S-
1: Patriots. What you got?
2: Man, everyone is just is just writing off quite possibly the greatest quarterback of all time.
1: I'm one of those guys.
2: Are, I mean, can we really just sit here and say that Tom Brady is is not going to pull another rabbit out of the freaking hat? If I say it enough, I'll believe it. No Patriots. I believe it because I no. You just gave him. I'm giving you reason- tack on fuel. The the Chiefs. It's a mystical magic. They thing. are a better all-around team than the Patriots. I honestly, I told you last year... At, Their
1: explosiveness, I think, is going to get them the win.
2: I agree. But I think that the Patriots, as we knew it, I figured it was over last year, but I, I've not seen... Yeah, okay, they beat the brakes off of, you know, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. I, absolutely. And th- this isn't the Chargers, though. I know the Chargers have beat the Chiefs, but at the end of the day, this team will run that Patriots defense of mediocre athletes ragged. I have no idea what this dude's saying. He
1: said, I think Jags, they had two overall players on defense, Jalen and AJ. Great cornerbacks, but they're not in the playoffs, so I'm not sure why we're talking about <laughs> the Jags. But, anyways,
2: they, they were top. They do top. have the best, I don't know. They got the best defensive backs. And definitely
1: the best. Probably top, top all around. Two corners in the league, but I, how in the hell we are talking about the Jags? I can't
2: do A- it
0: anymore. can't championship do it. Who's your weekend. Super Bowl? You're going
2: uh, give, give me the Saints and the Chiefs and the Saints, Saints take it all.
0: I'm going Ram, I'm going Rams Chiefs. I'd love that rematch. I that's, want that rematch as well and that's what I'm calling.
1: And I I'm, uh, I'm calling the Chiefs this time. I think the Chiefs are your Super Bowl champion.
2: You know what? I'd love to see Andy Reid get one. And that's a
1: bold call to be Honestly. honest. Pat Mahomes first year as a starter champions like I, I I will be
2: wrong more than likely but Chiefs. If if Pat Mahomes does it. T- Dude, Tom Brady might just be like, <laughs> all right, I'm g- done. The game's freaking passed me by because <laughs> that guy is is already skill wise as good as I've ever been. Or
1: next year, we see Tom Brady trying to do these side body so, throws. No and, looks. You know, de- running designed uh, draw plays for Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I mean, it may just reinvigorate him to eat a healthier brand of kale, to wear some different kale
0: pajamas. Tom Brady looks Hardy's like he's been on the deep fried kale lately. That that might be his issue. That might be his issue. He's
2: he's a little pudgy. For whenever Tom Brady. he runs, it looks like someone has tried to create a robot to run like a human, yeah. and they're just they're not doing it quite right. He went to the Ben Roethlisberger School of Running Quarterbacks. Uh, at, least it, at least, it's not Peyton Manning. You're like, don't do that. <laughs> <Or> he, <laughs> he, he got not. six yards. It wasn't pretty, but it was effective. <laughs> You're gonna break
1: your neck again, Peyton. <laughs>
2: God dang it! Uh, we had that giant, you know, front mast catching all the wind. So yeah, I love Peyton Manning. <laughs> I'm, I'm just knocking on him, uh,
0: as though he would hear this. Right. Sorry, Peyton, bro. My bad. Glad he's still getting commercials. I am too. And hey, Brad Paisley. So Paisley? hmm Okay.
1: Peyton ran so fast you could feel the wind blow off of him. Just ask JPP stick his thumb in the air and try to feel the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 4th of July, yeah. folks.
2: <laughs> Talk about a dead well, thumb. J-
1: January. Wrong j up. Gotcha. Uh, Let's do it. Uh, get to know the back row fantasy show.
2: Hold on. Key to victory. Key, Key to, to victory? On, on each team.
1: All All teams keep their thumbs.
2: Patrick Mahomes. It. Far and away.
1: And Ty Hill.
0: Oh, well, see, I'm, I'm going to go completely different. I think they have to I, – I said it, they have to establish a run. They can't just rely on Patrick Mahomes all game long. They have to establish a run. Uh, to me, it just provides that balance. And Andy Reid, as good a coach as he is, he gets into those ruts of it's just pass and pass and pass. And pass and play action pass. Like the guy, Patrick Mahomes is great. He is great out of the pocket, but you have to establish the run, do some play action, that sort of thing. To me, get to 100 yard, 120 total yards rushing, and they'll be just fine. That's enough balance to let Patrick Mahomes throw it down the field for 300 plus and a couple touchdowns. And
1: I think the key is the same for the Patriots. If Brady can run for 120 <laughs> yards, I, they've got it. They <laughs> well, got the game in the back.
0: Literally never going to happen. But <laughs> if, happen. if he
2: was Josh Allen, there's chance. No, I I actually do think that the key to victory is same for the Patriots. Sony Michelle, if Sony Michelle has yeah. a solid week and, and make that it,
1: defense, they have they have to have that brilliant game plan like they brought to the Chargers. I mean, you bring that to the Chiefs and do Sony Michel. Michelle,
2: Sony Michelle eating up the clock,
0: four or five yards at a time, Salting away in a lead. As but you where, would the weird thing, I don't even know, like. <laughs> the page. When I look at him, I'm like, I don't know what the key. Like, who knows what they're gonna do? Like, all I know is Bill Belichick's gonna exploit their defensive weakness with his offense, and and vice versa on defense. I mean, he's gonna take his defense and force them to do what they don't want to they, do. They've it's it's like like he's been like, I the I never. Rocky. I he always game plans around the other team. You man.
2: literally have to out athlete the the Patriots to
0: beat him almost at every position like I mean you have to have a far superior talented team yes you have to out-athlete them because you're not gonna I mean schematically I will tell you
2: right now Bill Belichick is the most brilliant all-around head coach that we've ever seen
1: oh proof by most of his coaching tree I mean they're nothing without him I mean this changes a little this year Matt Nagy did a great job but I mean, his coaching tree is not able to carry on <laughs> what he does because there's only one Bill Belichick. You can't teach Josh McDaniel. the madness that is Bill Belichick.
0: Hey, you want you want a head coaching job? No, I'll stay right here.
1: <laughs> no, I'm good, man.
0: I did. I don't know how to do that.
1: <laughs> I'll draft Tim Tebow. You know, you just watch me do it.
0: I'll do it. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Really swung and missed on that one, man. No, I will stay here, OC. Stay here. OC. They swung and missed so hard that now Tebow
1: swings and misses. That's a hard day's swung Oh god!
0: Uh, I I, back to I I don't know what the key to victory is, but I tell you, Bill Belichick does.
2: So Bill Belichick's key to victory.
0: Yep, but he could come up short.
1: That's how the Patriots lose. I'm not calling a blowout. Patriots, no matter who they play, not going to be a blowout.
2: They may Mm -hmm. lose
1: by three to to seven points. Whoever they, I'd love to to
2: see it be a blowout. I would too. I'd love to see Tom Brady throw Slamming his seven
1: interceptions
0: and Chiefs up 28 3 at halftime. Mm-hmm. Right, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Sorry, Travis Carr. Oh, oh,
1: dirty birds. Uh,
2: dirty, dirty,
0: dirty birds. It's hard
2: pretty stuff. much been all downhill from there, other than drafting of uh, Ridley. Yeah.
0: What we got? We're about to get to know What's us. What's next?
1: Get to know us, brain. well you start this is something we talked about doing just because it's the off season and you know have we ever truly talked about ourselves on this show no I mean mean, listen let me give you let me give you a typical show typical podcast uh, intro your typical podcast this is how it goes And we're going to rename ourselves. What's our new name? What's our new podcast name? So I can do this fake intro. JB. Uh, We'll we'll just call this the... uh, Double The Barkrow Fantasy The Dynasty IDP Ballers. Okay. Okay, we're the Dynasty IDP Ballers. That's a
2: horrible name. It'll probably get some more downloads.
1: Yeah, it probably will. (laughs) So, welcome to the Dynasty IDP Ballers Podcast. With blah, 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 and with Bark Arms and Knit. Uh... Man, we got a great episode for you tonight. My goodness. We I've really been under the weather this week. And I really I tell me about that. I didn't know if I'd be able to make it for this one. I, yeah. I didn't you know, I'm glad
2: I'm here. How was your day, Aaron? You know, um the thing about that is I was um when I was on my way to work today, it got a little bit slick outside. And um, you know, I, I, I had to wait for the my windows to defrost and everything. It's just so Inconvenient really
0: for me. I've already switched podcasts. Right? Oh, I can't listen to YouTube. Uh.
2: Is this where you're going with this? Yeah, I mean, that's where I'm going
1: with this. So, like, when I think about that, like, <laughs> I hear podcasts talk about themselves the first 20 minutes. I know that we do the first 10 and 20 sometimes with just the dumbest, crazy, up cr- random, crazy. messed up crap, but it's not really to do with. Our lives. So we're not really like... Yeah, y'all well, don't care about us. Well, my kid wouldn't go to sleep last night and, you know, couldn't get my That's all we, we talk about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have done that a I couple times. I just constantly talk about how my kid won't go to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, off air. Jesus <laughs> we, Christ. We, we put that
1: stuff off the air rather mm. than on it, but... It's, well, like, so.
0: it's
2: like someone gave every kid under four cocaine at 6 p.m.
1: Here we go. Oh, well, Sorry. I guess it's time to talk about our kids. That's
2: what we're... Yeah, they get to know us. Do your kids do cocaine, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> Rarely. <laughs> no. Okay, don't call CPS on me. He said it right here. It is. Right, there it the is. The phone number for our
1: local sheriff's department. Said <laughs> it on Twitch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's true.
1: Yeah. A little Adrian Peterson action over there. No, I mean, what is it? I feel
2: like I'm on a dating profile. So my name's Aaron. Um, I'm father of two. Uh, married for I don't know five six years however many. Years. So this is why we
1: don't do this. <laughs> I, I, I don't know I, I, me. I, I did not know that know about
2: you. I didn't four, know. I didn't know you had. You're, you're married. She's crying. How many years have I been married? It's not like my
0: wife's going to watch this. That's gotten, why I got married in 2010. It's easy. Such a, what a dick move. <laughs> what Chad. year is it? Nine. Around nine years. <laughs> You've been
1: married nine years.
0: Eight and a half. That's crazy.
2: It's only because it's January. Come March, nine years. Yeah. yeah. Nine years. I got married. Somewhere nuns. in October. Yeah. Oh, was but, it October? Yeah. But what, just what day?
0: Ten, nine, ten. Okay. Yeah, you, you think 10, about 9, it a 10. little. Yeah. A little bit. Kids' birthdays? No, no clue. <laughs> well, I have those I have those same <laughs> double digits too, nine, fifteen, fifteen. Nine fifteen? You, you I you gotta have two it's easier to remember. Right. I need life simplified. I, as I get older, you want to talk about being old? I, I like life simplified. I think mine's eight. What's this Twitch thing? Eight, hey, We've been on the YouTube, and apparently these
1: Twitchers are out
0: there <laughs> filming
1: themselves playing <laughs> goddamn video games. Actually, that's part of what I want to talk about, too. Did you ever think, uh, as a teenager, that when you were a full-grown freaking adult, that what people would be watching on not even TV, their phones and tablets, is people play video games. Do you watch people play <laughs> God, video no. games? God, no. I don't have time for that. Do you watch people playing video Do you, whippersnapper, watch people playing them dead game video games? No, I, I
0: have a thing about
1: video games.
2: I spend most of my time watching children play with toys. <laughs> What the... That's creepy Ryan's as shit. Ryan's Toy Review or whatever it is. <laughs> that's creepy as shit. Okay, is that what kids watch nowadays? I'm, I, I guess. I'm I, kind of...
1: Un, I'm unnerved I now. should be a
2: better parent. I, I like
1: to watch his wife play with toys. CPS. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, real quick. Uh, Johnny Lyons, who joined us late... Just because you joined us late doesn't mean we're not going to talk... Uh, or at least give you our picks real quick again. He does want to know who do we have winning the Super Bowl and why. We'll do that quickly since we went over it once. Arms. Saints. It ramps. And Mark, I got the Chiefs winning. As for the why, you'll have to listen to the podcast in audio form on
2: Spotify, Google Literally Play Music, every Google Podcasts, freaking place to possibly get. Heart
1: Radio. If you're on Twitch, whatever. you can find us somewhere on the podcast. Oh, thing. yeah. I think the video is saved too. Yeah. So you will have to backtrack. We apologize. We're not that nice of a show to, go, <laughs> to do a whole segment completely it's over. It's Alvin Kamara. It's AK. Real really AK. But so we. Real quick, we started from humble beginnings before we blew up and absolutely became superstars of the fantasy podcast world. Believe it or not, we lived in Ohio, mm-hmm. Southern Ohio. I was the son of a tobacco farmer. Uh, Arms was the an, son. An addict of the tobacco from the farm. Right. What, what, you're the son of, uh, who are you the son of? I, I, I don't know you at
2: all. I'm the son of a no. <laughs> my My father's a mechanic. A mechanic. Well, he's an oh, auto yeah. body technician, technically. Okay.
1: Well, I lied on mine. d you're being all honest. I too, am being honest. Then where are you hail from? <laughs> Where'd you come from? You yes. oh, were here when I was in school. Time. They call me big money Memphis. <sighs> you were not here when I was in school. I know that. <laughs> Johnny Lyon says I live in no, Alaska. No, Thanks a lot, Johnny. Thank you.
2: Middle n- yeah. was five foot seven in high school. Okay. Like I, your junior, year, seriously, five nine? Little fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five nine is junior year. That's the reason you just looked over him in high school. He was there. He was there when he was in school. And he was
1: that transfer kid from Tennessee, right? Just much like we talked about the quarterbacks transferred. And we we got a top prospect, a top podcast prospect, whether he knew it or not, when he transferred from Tennessee.
0: I mean, in, in school was he Humble like, Beginners. Hey y'all,
1: I'm here I, I
0: was. I, it's taken me a full like two decades to drop that accent. It still comes through though. Oh, it's
2: still there a little, but it, it's not like I wouldn't We're think about 12 natties in, from... in. He starts getting a drawl. I would, I would oh, think I, he the was slower from Tennessee. Tennessee I,
1: talk. I would think he was from Dundas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dundas, Ohio.
0: Backwoods, Ohio. Right.
2: Like it, Dundas is so small, literally, not a stop sign. No stop sign on the main drag. And a railroad track. Though.
0: You, you it's actually just a trailer park. <laughs> it's a
2: trailer park with a, town w- with, a uh, with a sawmill in it. Yeah, right. There's a sawmill. I don't think it's currently active, but hit and miss. You might drive by one year, see you know new lumber set out. The next year, that lumber may be weathered. It's hard to tell.
1: Detailed. I love it. I feel like he's painting a picture of our area when he speaks. You're like the Bob Ross of words.
2: So t- tell him where. We're, tell him about us now.
1: Oh well, we hit it big. Uh, yeah, we we just we want to thank everybody that's listened and watched because I mean we are happy to announce that we're all three super rich, super oh. famous, and it's all because of you guys. I mean, we started out in this podcast thing, not knowing if we were going to get a single subscriber or listener. And then we hit seventeen subscribers, and that's when with we knew nineteen listens, and that's when we knew. I mean, I mean, honestly, we were, we did. Somebody it. listened twice. We did it.
2: That's how we knew <laughs> we were good. Episode, we did it.
0: <laughs> so like, good. itt tech, we did it. <laughs>
2: did I mean, are they sponsored? Because we talked about them twice now. We got to work sh-
0: on our sponsorship.
1: Probably owe us some money. We'll probably have to talk to our agents.
0: I thought we were going to make money doing this. Who's that big NFL agent? Rosenberg, uh Drew Rosenthal. Just yeah.
1: Rosen.
2: Drew, no. Drew Rosen. No. No, I'd be <laughs> Josh Rosen's dad. But anyways, that
1: guy—he's <laughs> our agent. Uh, that's, that's who our agent is. So if you if you want to throw money at us,
2: you have to go through Drew. Rosen...
0: Steen? <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus. House. I, I thought mean, it was house. Not even close. Drew
2: Rosenhaus? Rosenhaus. Rosenhaus. It's, it's German. Congratulations
1: to our winner of our back row uh, show contest on Thrive Fantasy. Uh, unfortunately, out of the 25 entrants in the contest, about 13 got with us and told us the keyword... Uh, To win extra money The guy that took home the most money Did not let us know of the keyword
2: And the keyword was Talia Talia. You guys will have to Have to look back for that one
0: Find out where
1: that came from One of our dudes on Twitter uh, That has been following us (laughs) for a long time Rob Sprout uh, Tagged us in a Twitter post And he's like, I made it to the end Talia, Talia Talia. I I love Rob Talia a tight end landscape is atrocious.
0: Probably the sexiest uh, acronym of all time. It is. It is. Talia.
1: Talia. I do like your competitive depth. Your CDs.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, it's just
1: we we've come up with so many acronyms for so much random crap. We we need. To, you have
0: to have CD on your on your FFT. Right.
1: Thanks, Johnny Lyons, for the follow on Twitch. Johnny Lyons kind of sounds like. Like his color is blue, so I assume he's a Detroit Lions fan. But it's possible that he's just so high on himself that he feels like he has the heart like, of a
2: lion. No, I feel like he might compete in karate. Just that name. I feel yeah, like, like I, a I, I feel crane like, kick. I feel like you were you were one of the uh the competitors, like the the final guy in Karate Kid. Yeah. You were
1: like that guy on Karate Kung Kid Fu Four for or Nintendo. whatever. Yeah.
2: What a great name. If that's your real name,
1: that's awesome. Johnny Lyons. I have a feeling it's not because he's got the lions colors in his font, but you never know. Are you going to be walking up to maybe he's sweet Panther looking fan. women all day? Like, I'm Johnny Lyons. <laughs> <Well>, panties dropped. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I don't we need knees.
1: <laughs> there go. Thank God they were disintegrating <laughs> because they just disintegrated. Johnny all right, Barker, lions.
2: tell them why we did this podcast. All jokes aside. So, okay, all jokes aside. Still, still live in d- s- southeastern Ohio. Right. We didn't hit it big yet.
1: <laughs> yes we did I, I, I was lucky enough to go on as a guest To a upcoming podcast Called the Podcast Academy And I'll tell you my heart-wrenching story Our heart-wrenching story uh, Just like I did him It's funny to watch the video Because it's a little bit behind and Get you, your just, clean up. you just went like this to the camera from my view
2: Kimron Savage also followed us on Twitch Just now, thank you Kimron Thanks Kimron appreciate it Kimron underscore Savage He's asking why too, you gotta
1: backtrack Savage, oh, yeah, gotta backtrack.
2: <laughs> I like that. So, anyways, so you know, he probably heard about uh, Macho Man coming on here and doing our sounders for us and Hulk. I mean, that's how oh, freaking Savage, big we Macho Man, and Savage. Both of them yeah,
1: but I mean, we got one, one did one sounder and one did but the other. Day, his they did last just name Savage.
2: On. You're entirely missing the joke. No,
1: I got that. I got that a I'm, while I'm ago. Good. Yes, please. I'm good. So, we started listening to podcasts about a year ago. And obviously, you know, we were listening to the Fantasy Footballers. Not all three of us, I don't think. I don't know if Nick, Nick got into them. Uh, but we we started listening to that show, and it's, it's really good. Like, we, we love the Fantasy Footballers. Only thing is, we play Dynasty IDP. And when you search for a Dynasty IDP show or an IDP show, for that matter, kind of hard to find a quality. When it comes back to what we were saying about, and we're not... You know, dicking on our other podcast buddies, but when I did find an IDP show or a Dynasty show, more so IDP, not your favorite. It it sounded like I was in the in a room with a Yeti, a blue Yeti in the middle of it, and five guys were talking. And I can't do that. Or I've got to have some quality.
2: You're in a different state. It seemed like you're you're a certified mic snob. I am a mic snob for sure. But they. Yeah, it was
1: like it. one dude was in He's Texas and one was do a in New sh- York.
2: Self serving plug here in a second.
1: Obscure mics on YouTube if you're uh, into podcasting <laughs> or getting into podcasting. Uh, new you're welcome for that elite. You're in. all going
2: to sound better than us whenever you get done listening to Bark. Might be a new video uh, releasing tomorrow.
1: Big time on there, too. 25 subscribers. But back to our gut <laughs> gut-wrenching,
0: gut wrenching story. Yeah, so we you. couldn't find
1: that IDP show or that Dynasty podcast, and I kept searching. And searching. I Digging. I, I want to cue some music like... Hmm. Just wouldn't, I wouldn't quit searching.
2: So I said, you know what? Screw it.
1: Let's well, we, start we, our own
2: podcast. And we got the idea. I don't remember who gave us the idea. Somebody else mentioned it. No. I, thought I think someone I told Bark by a me. mic. No, you told him to start a podcast. I said, Bark by a mic. You said start a podcast or something to that effect because Barker's like, you know, what? I want to switch to careers. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely want to switch careers. At the time, what you were doing, you hated it. I didn't just
1: hate it. I wanted to slice my own throat. I mean, that's a little extreme, but okay. No, I thought about it. I had the knife
0: in my hand and everything. No, you didn't. Get out. Right, after right after yourself. I
1: watched 13 Reasons on Netflix. Uh, <sighs> don't but, t- no. I'm no. Not,
0: no, don't do it. not really. Don't do it.
1: I kind of love life. but But yeah, we. We tossed it around, we discussed it. And then the next thing you know, me and Arms record a beautiful Don't ever episode of
2: uh, Jesus Christ. Beautiful episode stop. called
1: episode Episode
2: Zero Don't. <laughs> on SoundCloud. Hey, let's just say let's just let's just say it. Boom. We're, we're not your mama's podcast. I'm an idiot. Uh, hey, we true. talked about Blake Bortles a lot we did it was during last year's playoffs and we were just trying to reach for content that nobody else had and you know what we i like to think that for the most part we have content that a lot of other places don't have with a decent format I, we're, guys we know we're not great but we do appreciate our listeners we appreciate the interaction we do get on twitter you know and honestly we love what we do don't do it barker we absolutely do i no i'm not doing
1: anything crazy we have a request You keep on talking about what you were talking about. I'm going to suffice to this request real quick. What is the request?
2: I want to hear episode zero. No,
1: No. they were asking. uh, We were saying what music could we play while we're doing the, uh, we just kept searching and searching. And uh, somebody suggested this to put with our, our back
2: row story. This is going to get us yanked off YouTube. Three guys. This is not. We do not own rights to this music. No one does. Oh.
1: Three guys searching for a reason to make a podcast.
2: (laughs) One hated his crew. The other two was overly confident in himself for no apparent reason. That's arms.
0: And the other one got drug in each night unwillingly. I'm just playing. I, I I love being here. No, actually, <laughs> it's funny. So the macro fantasy shit. So
2: Brother. so to begin this, me and Barker, we, uh, we recorded a few episodes. I mean, and honestly, we this got, is my rule. Relu- this
0: is this is all I have. We got man. trashed.
2: We we really did. We got kind of got trashed by some of our friends. They're like, man, I I listened five minutes and couldn't stand it. And we're like, okay. Thanks for your opinion. I appreciate it. <laughs> Next, you know, we're, we're going to continue to do it until we got better Next. and better and better. And our sound quality's improved. Our content's improved. You know, the level of research we put into it's improved. And quite, quite frankly, well, we, we've we all ended it's up debatable. with less time to do what we're doing. But we, we're still finding a way to, to try to get something out each each week. Um, Nitto, Nitto, learn. Nitto initially wasn't... One of the, he, he, he was an original. He said, yeah, after me and Barker like diddle, it was kind of your idea. You want in? No, <laughs> response for, for like it. three freaking weeks, man.
0: <laughs> I'm not active with communication period. <laughs> like social media. No. We record. We sp- text, text message. Text no. messages. No. WhatsApp, no. Like you literally have to communicate with me face to face. That's it. It's a
1: true story. That, that's the truest. No truer words have been spoken on this podcast. Than well, like, we found out. Hey, it- Nick, are
2: you freaking coming to record or not? Nine Two four- days
1: later. Hey,
2: Nick. <laughs> hey, hey, Nick. Nick. We're, we're recording 10 o'clock on Friday. This is Thursday. but I have, My attendance is solid. No, your
1: attendance is solid. <laughs> it's just, it's a voluntary class that you have to sign into. And it signed so it at the last minute, and he signs in, like, I made it! I made it. Nice <laughs> I'm here.
0: here. I literally ran here. Let's, let's do it. I enjoy. I, I like keeping you on your toes. I feel like well, y'all thanks. have more information prepared when you don't think I'm going to show up. Then I don't have to contribute as much. So, so then, The root then, of it then, all
2: then I'm like, comes to fruition. Here, Chad. <laughs> I actually this is my second draft yeah. of players that I'm probably not gonna take and thanks, like, I'll run with that. Made a yep. photocopy
1: copy of our uh, research for you, Ned. Here, thanks for thanks for joining the party.
2: I really try. He's a very fast reader though.
1: <laughs>
0: Should we give him a gold star for trying?
2: Well, based on the grades you give to tight ends, hell yeah. <laughs> Give that
0: guy an A. Hit did you give a. anyone lower than a C in our draft grades? Well, absolutely. Our, our, our fantasy yeah, year? Ronald <laughs> Jones
2: twice got an F. Two times, <laughs> two times, two times. And he still argues about it. He's like, we did not talk about Ronald Jones. Yes, we did. i have to go back and so the tape. It was so bad. We just, he's not an NFL player right now.
0: No, he's not.
2: Just like Kyler yeah. Murray's not going to be an NFL player because he not going to be capable of doing it.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. Can't
1: I, get I, back have, into
2: that. I, nah. I have heard Strongest. rumblings of – sorry, to back to football. Cliff Kingsbury. How po-
1: dare we go back to football? Yeah, no
2: doubt. Sorry. I know you guys aren't tuning in for that crap, but Cliff Kingsbury talking about trading Josh Rosen. Great idea, by the way. He's not the answer. He's going to be a journeyman backup.
0: Just get book. a third rounder, maybe, yeah. if you can. But they're
2: talking about possibly – Miami will take him. Possibly – Maybe getting a first-rounder at him, which is ludicrous if that happens. Uh, I've heard some rumors, maybe the Giants, which don't do it. Don't do it. If you suck again this year, go after one of the top quarterbacks with your whole draft. But, yeah, no. It, trading Wade Ross Rosen to get Kyler Murray, that's just that's not the answer to your franchise problems.
0: I do like coming into draft season, man. There's, oh, As, this is when the Back Row Fantasy Show gets
1: uh, some of their best content pumped out is the off season.
0: Dang! Can we go into some of the coaches? Like the Cliff Kingsbury thing. Let's talk thing. about the coaches. The Cliff Kingsbury thing is probably one of the 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 weirdest stories. We're, you know, going to out at Texas Tech, in as a, an offensive coordinator at USC, and then you know what? I want, I think I want to interview you else, and USC's like, no, you can't. You can't interview anywhere else. They block him from doing all that because he's under contract. And yeah, the Arizona Cardinals are like, ah, right, we'll just hire you. More or less. We'll just take it. But I think he, I think he's a great fit for the modern NFL. I mean, what he wants to do is put points on the board, offensive genius, and just turn the defense over to just give me a DC. Give me a defensive coordinator. He can do turn it, it completely over to him. Co-
2: Offensive-minded coaches should. Right. Like you just stop trying to have your hand in every single freaking pot. Just say, all right, I really don't know what the hell I'm doing here. You do. Come do this for me, Wade Phillips. I'll pay you. What
0: you've been a head co- you you can hire all these these big time names. They've been head coaches before. Who whoever it might be, you know. I know Bol- Todd Bowles is already signed. You know, gets out as head coach at, at the Jets and as a defensive coordinator. Like Cliff Kingsbury is a modern NFL coach. I think he's got that savviness about him, the intelligence, the the uh, on offense. He can run an NFL offense turning the defensive over, and Arizona doesn't have a bad foundation with David Johnson, with Christian Kirk. I don't know if – we still don't know if Larry Fitzgerald's coming back. They need a quarterback. Ricky
2: Sales-Jones looked like he made some progress. Yeah, he could be a, a breakout guy They've got Boston. some solid defensive players too. I yeah. mean, honestly, the team just really underperformed for the talent that they have. Right.
0: They're only a
1: few pieces away from possibly competing again, but I want to bring something in one up. one of the
0: tougher divisions in, in the modern in, – in today's NFL, though.
1: Right. Now, on the Locked On Dolphins podcast, yes, I'm, I'm a Dolphins fan. I, I listen to Dolphins podcasts. Yes, it's a great way to waste 15 minutes. But anyways, on that podcast, uh, the host of that podcast made a pretty great quote that I like to relate to Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, to be a head coach, you don't necessarily have to be a successful offensive or defensive coordinator. No. Nah. You have to be a successful Player manager more than anything. You've got to get that team behind you. You've got to be the one that gets up in their faces when they deserve it, the one that backs off when you feel like they deserve that liberty. You don't have to be a lot of people look at Cliff Kingsbury like he's only like Stephen A. Smith going on and on about him. He's only been Are we care bachelor? Often, yeah. It's freaking awful. That's How that,
0: often is Stephen A. Smith wrong? All the time. All the time. But listen, and, and that drives
1: home the point. Like Cliff Kingsbury is a very Sean McVay-like prospect
0: as far as a player's coach. Kyle Shanahan-like. is that, If you want to do a coaching comparison, a coaching comp, I think he's very Kyle Shanahan-like. A coaching like.
1: blind comp.
0: Just keep an offensive play call sheet in front of me the entire game and, and let me focus on that and the player management aspect of it. Beautiful. I, I mean, mean it,
2: but how many times have we seen that team that, all right, we've got to go get Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan, one of the best defensive coordinators of you know of our generation, but as a head coach, not good. Yeah. You know, below average really as a head coach, schematically. <laughs> what?
1: Oh man, the Kimron Savage says I have a question, and I'm listening to you. I'm paying attention, and I say, "What's up?" He said, "Why do he has a bald head?" <laughs> Oh, how old is he? Our Twitch audience is an average age of four and a half. (laughs) Gillette,
2: the best shave a man could get. He don't want to look like Mark Davis. You know? (laughs) I have red hair. First off, I grew up with red hair. Wouldn't date a redheaded girl because why? Our kids would have red hair. And I know good and damn well that that is a terrible way to grow up. I hated it. Hated all the jokes that got made about me for having red hair, so mm-hmm. I'd never put another kid through it. Whenever I got old <laughs> enough to make my own decisions about ha- the amount of hair I had, I'm like, I don't
1: really need this. Kimron is 12. Kimron, thanks for watching. At Twitch, a young age, if we say anything that offends you, forget about
2: it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Twitch really derails the football <laughs> aspect of our podcast, Just z- we keep going. dude. He's
2: z- sitting z- there like, z- I can't, these guys aren't even playing Fortnite. What the hell was
1: going
0: on? <laughs> when are they getting to Fortnite?
1: I've watched some pretty entertaining stuff on Twitch, and it wasn't video game related.
0: Don't believe you. There's a lot of
1: Instagram <laughs> models on Twitch. Jesus. I, no, I, I knew exactly where he was going with that. I'm just like, trying to make a point. I've never watched an Instagram model on Twitch. I never. <laughs> yeah, not on Twitch. There's better places. I've watched uh, these two guys that were attempting comedy at a podcast. Pretty entertaining. I enjoyed it. I would enjoy an Instagram model, too, but so I can't they were, truthfully say I've watched
0: them. All right, I'll give you that. Good, good recovery.
1: Yeah, you know. I mean, recovery. you can't tell me our 12-year-old listeners got not going to be watching that right after the show.
2: Hey, 12-year-old listener, do us a favor. Uh, go to your app store, subscribe, and rate us a five. Thank you.
1: <laughs> and say it's because we talked about porn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like them. They talked about porn. So to continue on the uh, the old coaching changes, where were we? The Jets Clint hire Kingsbury, moving
1: on to the Jets.
2: The Jets hire Adam Gase, which had a I love it. I mean, just just a stellar record I with love the it. Dolphins.
0: I he went it. to he went to the playoffs one year. Let's give him some credit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Adam what, Gase came in and did
1: a good coaching job. And then when the players got to know him for year two and three, they're like, yeah. I don't really give a shit if I play well or not. This guy's a dick.
0: Is he that good of a quarterback coach? No. Like that's why they that's essentially why they hired him. Yeah, and I know. The, the development that was of Sam Darnold.
1: One, that was one of those successful offensive coordinator guys. Here, throw, throw him in. He wasn't a he wasn't a players coach. He's not a people person. He doesn't know how to coach in today's NFL because his job is to make that team rally together and be one cohesive unit. Instead, he picked it apart. Like no DHI one else was hiring. Like
2: Peace. No one else was hiring Adam Gase. Let's just go ahead and, click no. and throw that out there. There was no competition. You could have got him as your OC. Best job offer he was going to get was to to. All right, we need to develop Sam Darnold. Yeah, Adam Gase honestly terrible. Hire. And he
1: works as an OC because players are like you're not really my boss. I'll just go to Marvin Lewis. <laughs> I'll go to Marvin. Basically. I mean, thank you Jets for hiring Adam Gase recreating a rivalry between the Jets and Miami because the rivalry's been gone because they've sucked for so long. Maybe this sparks a little rivalry back between them, even if they suck. And also, Gase will tear that team apart. They'll ship out their superstar, Isaiah Crowell. (laughs) I couldn't finish it without laughing. But, yeah, Sam Darnold will be like, man, I, I don't like this guy. Okay, they, he probably will. Taylor Hill. He, likes
2: he might. Okay, but what, what does Tannehill Hill? Have, what leg does he have to stand on to have can't, a valid opinion?
1: Yeah, I can't repeat what the twelve-year-old said on our chat. Terrible man.
2: Terrible. So the Browns hire Freddie Kitchens uh, as their head coach. Don't hate it. Don't don't no, hate the Freddie Kitchens.
1: Listen, I think the best thing you could do for that team was stay within the current coaching staff. I mean, they they. They are a cohesive unit. Again, this drives home my point about Kingsbury, Sean McVay, and anti-Adam Gase. I mean, that team came together as a team. They played better because the worst part of the team was gone. They could all become, you know, stuck like glue, as that stupid-ass country song says. Whoa, oh whoa, They could come together and finally be a cohesive team. That team obviously loved Freddie Kitchens and I Greg agree. Williams.
2: I agree 100%. They hated Hugh.
1: Once he's gone, Hugh Jackson they have was the problem.
2: For. He's never been a good coach, so that you the Browns should have saw that two years ago. But instead, they pull Mike Brown like the Bengals do and let this coach ride himself just completely into oblivion. And they're like, you know, okay, I guess forty losses in you know two and a half years is a little too much to bear. You know. They held on too long for him to begin with. Freddie Kitchens, I, I think it's quality hire. The development of Baker Mayfield under him is going to be crucial to the, the future of all Browns fans.
0: And it already I mean, happened. Like oh, absolutely. That, they, they developed – Baker Mayfield was a lot better towards the end of the year. and They won games all year long, but they really came together and be, believed they could start winning games in a playoff hunt over, down the stretch. So, great hire keeping him – or naming him head coach in Cleveland – Other than that, the Bengals, what are they going to do? Are they going to end up with the Rams' quarterback coach?
1: Let's answer a question real super quick, and it's from Dan. The B-League says, uh, Super Austin Hooper, he knows how much we love us some Austin Hooper, not really, now has Dirk Cotter, who had success with Bray and Howard, and Malarkey, who had success with Delaney Walker. What can we expect from Hooper next season Your head is bald and shining," says our twelve-year-old listener. Thank you. (laughs) But what can we expect? Does does Austin Hooper's outlook get better with Dirk Cotter in town?
0: I don't think it can get much better. I mean, he had a good season. Like I don't, I don't expect Austin Hooper to be any better. If anybody's going to get better, it's going to be Calvin Ridley. I mean, that. uh, I I get where you're going with that. With a tight end friendly uh, uh, OC, is is Dirk Dirk the OC there? Yeah. Yeah, uh, So I, I mean. The offense still is going to go through Julio Jones and, and Calvin Ridley. Austin Hooper is going to remain an integral part of that offense. He's going to be a, a, a nice occasional red zone there target, a decent third down third uh, third down chain moving option, but never a focal point of that offense. It'd be a mistake to try to make him. He's it, not that athletic. He is good though. He's better than what arms will give him credit for.
2: He's uh, the back end of the top ten. But to Leah.
0: Yeah.
1: Tight end landscape is atrocious. If you're there, just we, now there, us. there
2: we go. So the Broncos, they get uh, Vic Fangio.
1: Fangio. Weird, weird,
2: weird hire to me. Is it? Uh, just weird. I'm not saying it's bad. So it's odd. But let's roll back to whenever the Broncos were successful. They were successful. Why? Defense. Had the top defense in the league. So they're trying to get back to that. They've got. Skill players. They've got Philip Lindsay. They've got Cortland Sutton. You know, as, as far as I know, I believe they still have Manuel Sanders. I don't know the situation of his contract, but he looks like he's coming back next year. Uh, Deshaun Hamilton, I, Royce Freeman, even as the the spell back is a pretty darn solid running back. They got some talent. You know, overall the, the offense isn't the worry on that team. I I think the quarterback is, but you know, different story for a different day. But if they want to take these two. Absolute monstrous pass rushers they've got, and really hone in and make that defense that great unit that it was. As as we saw when Peyton Manning won his last Super Bowl, won, won that second Super Bowl with the uh, with the Broncos, first one with the Colts of course, but it wasn't because of Peyton Manning. It was because you could absolutely rely on getting multiple sacks per game and constant pressure on the quarterback through that defense. Great
1: defense that year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and
1: Peyton just happened to tie it all together, unlike Case Keenum could.
0: Yeah, this is first shot at a head coaching job, like a career defensive coordinator on some good teams. Comes out of the hardball coaching tree, both Harbaugh. So good player managers. We just talked about that. That hardball coaching tree is all about player management and and winning pro style offense, defensive uh, defensive battles. Just build a good defense, and the offense will come. So it's it, it's a good hire. It's a good hire for the Broncos. It wouldn't be a great hire for say the Arizona Cardinals, someone like that who just struggles on both sides of football. But they have the foundation defensively in Denver to be an elite pass rush offense, as, as you said. They need a little back, a little bit more in the secondary. I think they addressed that in the draft. the 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 offensive unit. I mean, you could say it's kind of there. It's Skill there. positions they, they outside of quarterback. A quarterback.
2: They have a lot of great young talent. Enough to attract a, a top-level OC. Yeah,
0: d- Attract someone who is going to be very player-friendly also on the offensive yes. side of the fall ball and distribute the football. I, I think it's a, a weird hire elsewhere. I think there's a select few teams that could take a, on a Vic Fangio as a head coach. And, and Denver's, frankly, one of them. Like, they need to go defensive-minded. defensive, defensive minded.
1: Here's what I hate, though. Vance Joseph was defensive-minded. And I don't think he's a bad coach. No. I I I thought the the Broncos
0: were better than what they were last year. I thought they were going to be a playoff contender. Contending for the playoffs, I guess I'd say. Not a playoff contender. That team is literally... A good quarterback away from getting right back into the playoffs
1: with or without Vance Joseph. They ran Dick the ball Favia.
0: very effectively, and frankly, my my dudes, Philip Lindsey. But it wasn't all Philip Lindsey. They have a great zone blocking scheme there. Like they, they create holes. Good offensive line. They have players developing at the wide receiver position in, in Cortland Sutton and uh, some of the smaller receivers inside. They have the two headed. We'll call it a two headed monster. Two running. Two young running backs to develop. You're right quarterback away Vic Fangio isn't going to be the guy that develops that quarterback but if they throw some money at a veteran hey Joe Flacco makes a lot of sense going there just someone who's a game manager can turn around hand it off stay protected make plays down the field but win defensively like I wouldn't be surprised to see a veteran
2: literally the what he did whenever they were successful in Baltimore uh, I mean, they were successful this year, but my point.
0: Yeah, he can bring in. Yeah, that that tie to Jim Harbaugh or yeah John Harbaugh and, and the Baltimore Ravens and Joe Flacco. You never know.
2: Not not a big mistake guy with Flacco. He he's a game manager has the ability to push the ball down the field. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I don't think he's elite, but I don't think they need an elite quarterback for yeah. this team to be successful.
0: And again, we, and, Joe Flacco is a stretch going there, but the Baltimore be Ravens do. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now one thing you, I you know kind of going to take a little bit of off uh his the coach's plate you know Elway still making the player personnel decisions and honestly I think he, and he d- says they're going to keep taking shots at quarterbacks they're not going to just perfect quit firing first rounders at him perfect if he he knows that it takes a, a great quarterback to be successful in the NFL this is it, the the time has passed to where Trent Dilfer wins Super Bowls. Th- that's not happening anymore. Try to say Trent is
1: not a great quarterback?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, we, we saw that in the playoffs last year with Blake Bortles letting down the Jaguars. I have no rebuttal on that one. So you need a solid quarterback, at least above average quarterback, to team with a great defense, or an above average defense to team with a great quarterback. Uh, we saw Peyton Manning for years go with a subpar defense, make it to the AFC Championship game, get knocked out.
0: And frankly, that might make you. It- to an NFC-AFC championship game. It ain't going to win you a Super Bowl. Yeah, so have you, above average. you have to have a great quarterback.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, it, it's a quarterback-driven league, and for Elway to know that that's what it's going to take, it's going to take a lot off of uh, Vince Fan, Fangio, Fan, Fangio. Fangio? 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 It's going to take a lot off his plate on having to worry about those player personnel decisions.
1: Any I, other coaches we want to talk about before we wrap up the uh, the? In, the uh, what's the first uh, inaugural inaugural Twitch. Twitch episode? Is that yeah? The I T, no, never mind.
2: Any other coaches off the top of my head? <laughs> uh, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians, uh, Tampa Bay, maybe the best hire so far. I like Bruce Arians. He he's a players' coach, so don't don't discount what Bruce Arians did uh, as a uh, uh, interim head coach for the Colts. You know, the Colts with Chuck Pagano, he goes down, you know, with cancer, goes in the hospital getting his treatments. Bruce Arians rallies that team to be a playoff team. You know, they had talent, of course, yes, but they've never, Colts until this year, never had anything remotely close to an above average defense. But now you you put Bruce Arians on a team that has a lot of skill on the offensive side of the ball at
0: receiver. Receiver and tight end. I
2: I think I think Jameis is okay. I don't think he's the worst quarterback in the league by any stretch. If they continue to get, he go can with be him.
0: salvaged. I believe.
2: I, I agree. Mm. O- on defense, they've got they still got a lot of fairly young, really solid talent on the defensive side of the ball. You get a players' coach in there like Arian, someone who people want to rally around. I think that it's a great great hire. Now, they've got a mountain to climb in the NFC South. I mean because you you have an emerging Carolina team that really never hit rock bottom. They went, you know, to the Super Bowl and were right around the playoffs.
0: I'd say they yeah. hit rock bottom in that mid-season skid they went on. But they I mean they're still Cam they ha- Newton, they're still uh, Christian McCaffrey, they're they are receivers.
2: They have bright they have plenty of bright spots on Saints that team. Saints
0: are great and the the Atlanta Falcons are a year away. The- year out. Two years out of a uh, uh, of a Super Bowl, so it is a tough division. You need somebody who
2: can force the players to want to work for him, and that's what I
0: think you've got with Bruce Arians. With the thing about Bruce Arians, he needs a good running back. Like he made David Johnson what he was. You know, he he he's he's going to struggle with Jameis, and frankly. I don't know what they do with Ryan Fitzpatrick, if Ryan Fitzpatrick remains there or what, but, I, I mean, that might
1: be... Oh, he here. was gone. How cool was it that Rich, one of the... Uh, he's been a contributor to the show. He did uh, some of the graphs that we had on the back row board. Yes. A while back ago, Rich from uh, over in England, he rubbed beards. Rubbed beards with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it was posted on Twitter under the NFL UK. <laughs> really cool stuff. I'd love to rub beards with Fitzpatrick. Love to rub chest hair with him, too.
2: That's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Gorgeous. I don't have enough of either. So, possibly the biggest job that got taken, though, Green Bay Packers. All right. Matt LaFleur, Titans offensive coordinator. Right. I,
1: listen, I don't (laughs) don't know much about LaFleur. If he is a player's coach and he's under that kind of, you know, a man's man, a guy that can... Teach him right and wrong, and but man, if he got that job based off just the coordinating job he did in Tennessee,
2: worked with McVeigh, worked with Shanahan. There's the the thought process yeah. behind it, but yeah. did I, we see that kind of yeah, production? Green, though, yeah, you but know? Uh,
0: what are the green? What's the last thing the Green Bay Packers need? Offense? A quarterback coach? Yeah, like come on, give me something else. They, than, they, than, they, here's the thing: they need yeah, a, coach they up need them young secondary
1: guys. They
2: need offensive scheme. Because they kind of got vanilla under McCarthy, but I didn't. I never saw anything with the Titans that impressed me at any point. You know, the only thing that's impressed me it was the late season run that Derrick Henry had.
0: And that, agreed. yeah, yeah, yeah agree. But yeah.
1: I, you can't. I don't think you can attribute that to Matt Lafleur. I mean, he should. If I, he was really that good, it should have been Derrick Henry like that from game one.
2: Boom, there we go. Now the the argument is Aaron Jones probably a higher quality back than a Derrick Henry. And then, of course, you have debatable. You have what is uh, my opinion a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. He's going to get Hall he, of Fame. He's he's a Hall of Fame.
0: He's a first ballot of Hall
2: first of Fame. first ballot right now. He's not first ballot. First right ballot
1: right now. right now, tomorrow.
2: You guys are nuts. I, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a top five quarterback in the league, no doubt about it, every year. He's like but a top 10 quarterback in
0: every single thing. Get angry. Every single category. Aaron Rodgers is just an all-time great quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is...
2: One Super Bowl. One
0: Super Bowl. That is not the measuring stick of Hall of Fame, plain and simple.
2: No, it's not. shouldn't be. Dan Marino is Hall of
0: Famer. He held every
2: every passing statistic record. Aaron Rodgers holds some right now. Maybe, maybe passer rating.
0: All right, we won't kill you on that, but he is a first ballot Hall of I mean, he, he he's probably going to be
2: honestly, but to me, it's is. He, he's got it.
0: You'd be that if one he, rider. If, he,
2: if he retired tomorrow. I just he only got say
0: one Super
1: Bowl. It. Not enough on paper for me.
2: He'll get don't get they in. play like He'll four Super in. Bowls a year? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I made sure to laugh in the mic for some reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess he, he does kind of come under the well, you know, he ran into some uh, some juggernauts in his time. You know, Drew Brees, quite a few, Tom people. Brady, you know, those type of players. So right, hard to win Super Bowls whenever Clay you have some, have some of the greatest ever do it playing uh, at the same time. Marcus Mariota,
0: but definitely a weird hire. Definitely, yeah. it's it's a weird a floor eh. we'll see. I mean, I'm. That, that's the thing about the modern NFL, though. I'm it, taking it back. You don't do anything either. in two years or you, you have a whole lot of su- success for a long time and have one bad year and you're gone. Unless yeah.
2: you're the freaking Bengals.
1: Well, this is the year. I mean, this is the, the NFL's headed in this direction. If, if you have a good team on paper and then you trade half of them away and you're like, we traded all these players for draft picks. How do we capitalize on these draft picks? Let's hire Mike Mayock. That's how we capitalize on them. Let's hire Hire draft Mike analysis Malk. or analyst, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are literally sitting here on this coaching
2: segment of the show. I look at my phone the whole time. I'm waiting on that call. It could happen. All I want to know is how Mel Kuyper didn't get the call first.
0: I could be the next GM for the Jaguars. Just saying.
2: <laughs> well, you could definitely pick a better quarterback than they have. Basically, I know I hate it.
0: Mike Mayock. I love Mike Mayock's NFL I, draft I, analysis. I I hope that it's a great. Hire. I like his analysis too.
2: I really do.
1: Thanks, Obi Wan Kenobi, for following us on Twitch. <laughs> love that name. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi would make a great coordinator.
2: Well, hopefully, he tells us we were the chosen one.
1: Uh, uh, you are the chosen one. Oh God. That would be one.
2: Yeah, I feel like the uh, the whole Twitch experiments just uh kind of went awry at this point. It may have, but I I apologize. Now listen, if we can gain
1: it, let's turn it into a commercial. <laughs> if we could gain just one donation per month. S- somebody you could
2: save a puppy. F- play that Sarah McLaughlin music. You could save a puppy. Eye, an so listen, all is we that all, our
0: outro music? All, all we want sad. you to do
2: is is subscribe. Give us a five and say that something good about high us. High five, guy! Say high five, high like five. Tom Brady, high
1: five.
2: <laughs> Tom Brady, such a high bag. five. <laughs> Greatest quarterback to ever play the game, such a douchebag. But seriously, thanks for joining us
1: on Twitch. Another back row experiment. I mean, we may just start selling our product on adamandeve.com. We like to experiment. <laughs> We'll do whatever it takes to get your listenership. So thanks for listening to us on Twitch. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode where all podcasts are played. And if you haven't done that yet, but you watched us on Twitch, subscribe, get a friggin' podcast app, listen to us, maybe some time suck, a little, you know, a little, little chicatilo. and follow us, rate us and, and help us get even bigger. On that IMDb status level, because what's a dream, Barker? What's a dream? To start sleeping with women that Tom Cruise has slept with.
2: Ugh. No desire to nail fifty year old dude.
1: No,
0: well, not right now. I mean, I'm pushing forty. He isn't saying he's nailing Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'm not
1: trying to be like, come here, Jack, reach your reach on this. <laughs> <laughs> not what
0: I'm doing.
2: No, the the the, the desires for us. Mission to, Impossible. To,
0: you mean mission attainable? <laughs> mission attainable. <laughs> the the desires for for ever
2: goes away. <laughs> Desires for us to be able to do this full time. That, that's the eventual goal for us. Right. Which means
1: we we try this on all facets. So, facet Twitch. Thanks for watching. We'll come at you again sometime. I don't know if it'll be we, soon. We'll find out. Might be playing Fortnite next time. Might be playing Fortnite. Back row plays Fortnite against. Uh, uh, Dude, we'd get smoked. Sensei is that his name?
2: Ninja. Uh, we'd get Ninja. we'd
1: get smoked. See if guys like Ninja could be famous. Bark Arms and Nick can be famous. I mean, we only want the money for coking hookers. Gee whiz. He,
2: that guy has, he apparently has a marketable, marketable skill. I'm not sure we do. <laughs> Very I
1: awesome. don't know who he is. I don't either. That's Thanks for listening. Twitch guy? He's like the it's most famous video game
0: player in the world. Yeah, he's pretty popular. Good this night. This concludes another episode Peace. of the Back Row Fantasy Show. See you. had to wait for Thanks it to be done. Thanks for listening. And be sure to give us a review.
1: See you, Twitch. Peace. Out.
0: Dude, I miss sitting in my office. Never thought I'd...
2: This is the story of The One. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently.
1: To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand.